the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> Hi, this is the What The Folk Show. As always, you listen to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all the other podcast platforms that have accepted me in their community. You can find me on social media at my WTF show. Just got back from Aquaman here with my good friend Miguel, a TV producer. As you know, if you've been watching us, you know, I act, I'm on, I work in TV and film. He works in TV and film. So you got two people that are close to the industry, two big time movie nerds. So for getting in this episode, what you can expect is a review of Aquaman, what we think, whether it's worth your fault and time to go watch it. Movies are expensive. I'd say it's, I'm now tied of my favorite DC movies. Like, they're all the same. So, okay. like, the extended cut of Batman vs. Superman oh, yeah. has awesome scenes. Yeah. Wonder Woman has awesome scenes. Yeah. And then this movie has awesome scenes. There's still parts that are shitty. Yeah. So, well, that's, that's really funny. I was saying, you're, you, the way you're describing it, I feel like you're saying is DC's almost there. Yeah. They have, they have the basis of a good story, but then there is still a lot of the things that are flawed. Well, you would think, yeah, it's getting better, but then Justice League was so shitty. Oh, that was so bad. So Justice League took them down a notch. Yeah. It was Batman well, Suicide, Superman. Suicide Squad and oh, Justice League. Forgot. See, I forgot Suicide Squad even existed. It was yeah. that horrible. Yeah. So for people out there who are expecting just overall fun, I think you're going to enjoy this movie. The simple, simple way I would say to put it, and maybe see if you agree, Kyra, th I think she did as well, everything in the water mm -hmm. was new and cool and fun to watch. Yeah. Everything on land was stupid. Well, you know, it's funny. You said <laughs> movies are expensive. We did see this movie in IMAX, and I think that does help. You with, think so? Because, like, you when you say the, the yeah. ocean stuff, it the is visual, such a... It's all visual. It, it's such a vast, yeah. you know, a, a horizon of, like, a picture, and you, I think you do need a giant screen to really capture the essence of underwater. Totally. And I think you're right. All the underwater stuff... James Wan did a great job, and I think he said that he's made a B-movie for the 10-year-old and all of us, and I think he truly, you know, got that. Because... Yeah. It's a it's a big dumb fun movie, but yeah. that's, and that's what it is. Adventure movie. I found yeah. myself thinking, man, this would have been a perfect like Arnold vehicle. Oh, dude. Back in the day, things were a little bit different. Oh my gosh, imagine him being like an, an Aquaman or yeah. something like that. But like, you know, I had to think it'd be hard for them to mess up the water stuff because we've never seen anything. Yeah. Underwater community. Atlantis yeah. was an animated film, the mm -hmm. first one that was good. Yeah. Because it's cool to find that. You know, it's always been a very nice job. The Disney, interesting Disney Atlantis. Right? There you go. Yeah. yeah, it's a very interesting story. Atlantis. Even as a kid, you want yeah. you're interested about it. How it became what it is. Mm -hmm. You know. So all the in the water stuff was was awesome. You yeah. Know? I love. I know. I agree. I, I think like and like you know it wasn't actually bogged down by the special effects. No. Certain films are. They yeah. really are, and they're like you can you you can tell right away. There were certain scenes that you could tell, like the green screen of when they're in the White House and stuff totally. like that. Which was, I thought, you said, the land stuff was kind of weak. Yes. And I agree. There's maybe that one scene where he's fighting Black Mantis, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Because there's a lot of one takes, which I, I applaud him for trying to do that. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people that do, you know, action sequence like that. But you're right. A lot of it fell flat. Well, let's I get thought. some context for James Wan, yeah. James Wan, the director on this. I know him mostly famous from, I guess, Fast and the Furious. He kind of brought back Fast and the Furious, right? So he yeah, did Fast, Fast and Furious Seth. 4. No, no, that was Justin Lin. Oh, sorry. James Wan only did seven. He only did seven. Yeah. Okay, so Justin Lin is actually so more. James Wan really OG. he started with Saw. Saw. That's where he okay. made his name for. It. And he was he's a horror guy. He's the Conjuring franchise. Yeah. He's done Saw, Dead Silence. You know, all his movies really have been. I mean, the one was Death Sentence. That was his first oh, like that was really disappointing. Yeah. First four But again, as you noticed, again a circle shot. 
James Wan, James Wan loves his circle Didn't shots. Didn't he do that movie, The Collector, too? No, that just that just was a good horror movie. Oh, just a good horror movie? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the same guy. No, I mean, you, 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 I can see where you can get confused because it was also dark, yeah. very grimy, very kind of like, you know, that kind of-esque horror movie. But uh-huh. um, yeah, he really did. That's where he came from. And I, I was, you know, there were some elements to horror in this movie. I mean, even the first first scene is a loud, like, almost jump scare with the wind and like the windows smacking against the, the door. I was like, oh, hilarious. Like he's already going with kind of a little bit of a horror edge. Well, I missed that. So I, I came in like, oh, okay. I went to the bathroom. Well, just like the first sequence, it's just like a loud smack. And is that when Nicole comes in? Yeah. Okay. So it's like so a James Wan is kind of a horror background. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that he took this over. And he said the CGI, because usually, you know me, I hate just yeah. green screen acting. I hate that. As an actor, too, it's so much harder. Yeah. I know it's your job, you know, but it's hard to act That's when true acting. nothing That's in right. front of you. Yeah. And you're looking at a tennis ball yeah. like it's the character that you're in love with that you just lost in battle or something, right? Yeah. It's really tough to comprehend. And I think the audience knows when the actor doesn't believe it, the yeah. audience doesn't believe the actor. And that That's ruins true. everything. Yeah. But the CGI in this movie, because the ocean is such a vast world, mm-hmm. I think you immediately accept it. Yeah. All the bright colors, all the crazy animals. Well, I love that. That was actually really cool. Like, yeah. Explain like Aquaman, you know, he can see underwater because he's you know Atlantean, yeah, and like it, he used such vivid colors and like yeah. very uh, what is it fluorescent colors uh-huh. and stuff. I loved it. You're That's right because right, they explain it why it's so bright. Yeah. It's because they have different vision. Mm-hmm. So normal to an eye, regular eyes, we probably wouldn't see anything. No. Down there. We already would have died because yeah. we, we so can't far, breathe underwater. The pressure is so far down that we already <laughs> would have died. Overall, though, I gotta ask you about this. How good was Nicole Kidman, dude? Yeah, this is like her comeback. She's had like multiple comebacks in her career, but yeah. she's got this. And you've seen the trailer for Destroyer. Destroyer. Well, that's the one everyone's talking about. I that really want to so see it. so good, one. man. And she's in the, the one with the, the kid from Three Billboards and Boy Ra- uh, Boy Raced. Oh, another, uh, what is he, a druggie in that movie, too? It's something like that. Well, yeah. he, like, runs away, and she comes back to him. And so it's like, he's just, she's really is having resurgence, right? You're right. Yeah. And, like, I, she did such a great job. Because I feel, okay, honestly. Just so we know. So we're talking about Nicole Kidman, as you know, Tom Cruise's ex in a lot of movies. She plays Aquaman's mother. Yes. She's the he, she's Aquaman, Queen. Arthur, his Atlantis connection. His yeah. dad is just a lighthouse keeper. Yeah. So, sorry, continue. Jango Fett. Continue, and then he has his, yeah, Jango Fett, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the thing with her is, like, I think she actually was the only one to bring true emotion to the movie. Yeah. Like, um, it's funny, because we both, we just watched that, the clock, the wall. Um, House of the Clock and Swallows. Yes. And there's this one scene in that where Kate Blanchett is talking about her family, and it's like the only part of that movie I felt that was truly emotional. And like those two women have that ability to, even in these kind of silly movies, still can make us feel, you yeah. know, feel the emotion. Well, two Australian trained actresses. Yeah, Australia they don't mess uh, around. They don't. I mean, you know, he had an Australian mom. He had a New Zealand mo- New Zealand dad. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. And he's what American? I mean, and he's and he's an American guy with kind of like a surfer. Uh, surfer well, I mean, training. Aqua Bro is definitely Aqua Bro for sure. Yeah, totally. He had a lot of those parts in it. Yeah, he totally I mean, played that way. The beginning to start off so cheesy when he first his first intro oh, yeah. when he came into it. But again, he did say he's making a B movie, so yeah. I totally embraced it like that. If you are a fan of those type of flicks, you're gonna really like this movie. It's very and I agree with you. I think it's not the best one. Like I still think I think Wonder Man is probably the Wonder the, Man. Sorry, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Man's a different character. You're in, offensive. Well, that's a different character in the Marvel world. I'm sorry. There is a Wonder Man? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, but in, sorry, Wonder Woman is probably, I think, the best one so far, and they're trying to reach that status. And I would also say Justice League is the worst one. I even think that's worse than Suicide Squad. But Suicide yeah. Squad, there's still some fun moments yeah, I agree. Justice League is the worst one Justice League was just a trash. Yeah. There's, there's no just, locations. It's all in, a, all, all in a stage. Well, they shouldn't let Josh Whedon reshoot the whole freaking movie. They should have yeah. just, like... Stuck with what Zack Snyder did and he just finished it. Like how, you know, with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in a sense. Like how that guy just came in to finish what Brian Singer started. Yeah. And he didn't really do too much to change that. Well, I want to get back to you. talked about yeah. how Nicole Kidman, that whole thing, is kind of the heart of the movie. Yeah. So I love the movie, but like, 
there's the scene there's this whole deal with you know arthur's father the yeah. human the lighthouse keeper and yeah. then his mom atlanta mm. the queen of atlantis who is obviously two separate worlds and you're the whole movie you're hoping for them to get back together if yeah. possible so mm. i don't want to get too many spoilers but like that was almost the movie was great i really yeah. enjoyed a lot of parts of it i went into, went into it with absolutely no expectations so it's kind of hard to be disappointed yeah exactly um, but that nicole kitman's situation with the father was mm-hmm. probably the most satisfying part of the movie yeah it know? really was and like you could see that they those two and like there's even a part where you know arthur is talking to mara about like relationship and she's like no you, don't, you have to marry for you know your people and your, your land and he's yeah. like they're talking about love and that's what those two actually brought since they were in love with each other that's why they had the secret relationship and that's how but in the, in the process they created this you know half breed who's you know both best of both worlds yeah so it, it really it's yeah, her her performance. If you're really... full Atlantean, you're kind of a douche, yeah. like Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> what was his actual name? Well, King Orm. Yeah, but o- Ocean Master is Ocean Master. His bad guy. Name. But if you got half Atlantean, half human, you're yeah. less of a douche. You might actually be able to get along with people. Yeah. So you got to kind of be multicultural, be able to accept different people and species, which <laughs> makes it sound like a good human in, in our world too. Yeah, and he said that's what he said. He wants to protect everyone. Like yeah. That's a, between a hero and a king. You yeah. Know? But, you know, it's funny. I was like, well, why didn't he just, like, uh, hit up his friends? You know, Superman. Well, that's or... every superhero movie. Yeah, like, I mean... Like, Superman. How would Superman even do underwater? We've never really true. seen that. I mean, he did Does float... he need to breathe? Well, you see a little quick cameo or a little uh, Easter egg of the um, oil rig exploding from when, from Superman, retu- uh, Superman Returns? Well, yeah. No, you mean Man of Steel. Man of Steel, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That... Like, when they explode... I'm pretty sure that's the Easter egg of when how when Henry Carville saved everybody and he ended up in the water. And then Aquaman saved Saving him. with the whales. Yeah. yeah. And Zack Snyder officially confirmed that, so... Well, I guess we confirmed, not spoiled, which I really liked, because I, I had no idea... Maybe you had already read something earlier. I didn't know how this was going to work in the timeline. Mm-hmm. This was going to be before Justice League, leading oh, into it, or after. Yeah. And it was after. Yeah. So he's actually technically not... Like, he's not the King of Atlantis in Justice League. And mm. now in this one, we see the King of Atlantis. So the next one, well, there's, I guess there's not going to be one, right? Not like, okay, so DC's, they're very up in the air with what they're doing. They kind of yeah. re-scrapped. We're not sure what's happening with Henry Carville. We're not sure what's happening with Ben Affleck. I think Ben Affleck for sure is out. Yeah. And they're going to do a new Batman with the new with the, um, the new one that's coming out. But uh, I don't know. I would like to see another one. Yeah. I, I, you know, they did enough where I'm excited to see another one. Um, I know the next film is Shazam. Okay. And I'm pretty stoked for that one. Um, so if DC does it right, I think they're going to use these two movies as kind of a soft reboot. That's Yeah, kind of. Because finally do what Marvel did correctly. Yeah. That's you build the characters exactly. so everyone can have their favorites and then the characters can blend come together. together and yep. then you've had so much context that you can really appreciate the stakes. And that's what like Batman vs. Superman I really think dropped the ball. They tried to throw way too many characters in and not give us the Batman vs. Superman story we wanted to see. True. You know, because like, I mean, I don't know if you are, are know of the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, I saw I saw a cartoon. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, that's one of uh, Frank Miller's like iconic... shot for shot. It's almost the same movie in a lot of scenes. Yeah, and Zach, sorry, he paid. I mean, Frank Miller did such a good job with that comic. Yeah, and that was such a cool storyline. But they couldn't obviously go all in depth about that because Batman was super like older, no. you know. Yeah, and so, but he, they just tried to do too much and like adding Doomsday and then killing Superman. Like that was just too much. Well, I have to tell people though, for who've only seen it one time in theaters, you're really missing out. You have to give them the chance if you never saw the director's cut. Yeah, the director's cut is such a better movie. Explains the first one. Again, it baffles me. We've done so many reviews on this on this show. What the fuck show? Again, listening to SoundCloud, iTunes, two people who love films and have seen way too many <laughs> in our life together. And um, 
you watch the first one in theaters and you're so confused. You're like, how does this make it past the cutting room floor? I don't even know how it, it must have just been rushed, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you watch the extended cut. And is it super long? Yeah. Too long? Yes. Yeah. But then everything is explained. Yeah. You know, not just well, like, why was this person here? And why were they mad about this? We like, didn't even know that guy was Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen's a huge Superman character yeah. and they kill him off in the beginning. We didn't even know it's him. Yeah. And then that extended cut gives you all that backstory, gives you more about that woman that lies on the stand. Exactly. Like so much more why you she need does it. it. Yeah. The connective tissue. I don't know why they can get rid of some more of the action part so if anything from this podcast i would say you know pretty positive review from us on aquaman is go ahead and check out the extended cut of batman vs superman yeah and if you haven't seen wonder woman go ahead and check that out yeah now we would still agree that you know we're we're scraping the floor trying to find comparisons to the mcu because none of these are as good as any of those movies wonder woman's the closest one well i find myself in the theater i was wondering is part of why i find this movie so entertaining is because it's been so long Mm -hmm. since i watched an mcu movie like since it was summer you know, well, okay. I, will I have say, no superhero to compare it to. Well, Spider-Man, we did well, see Spider-Man, Spider-Man that was awesome. into the but that's Spider-Verse. Not MCU, it's not, but it is Marvel. And I will say this, that movie, I, I mean, I loved it more than Aquaman. Oh, I'll yeah. say that right now. Spider-Verse was awesome. This yeah. isn't necessarily a Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse podcast. This is but, Aquaman, yeah. But uh, uh, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, for me, Connor Falk, if you've ever listened to the show, I am not a Spider-Man guy. He's I just not. found him pretty <laughs> annoying. Maybe it's because Tobey Maguire just ruined it for me. Which is too and, bad, because Spider-Man is like... One of the He's best Marvel characters. Of all man. my friends, I'm the I'm the minority. Like yeah. everyone else loves Spider Man, but I just I just don't dig it. Um, but Sp- Spider Man into the Spider Verse was the best Spider Man project I've ever seen. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna argue it's probably one of the better Marvel movies ever made. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. say it's better than Captain America: Winter Soldier or Infinity War. No, but, but it's great. It's really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm not to take away from Aquaman because Aquaman it's good in its own For right. What it is is awesome. Yeah, like if you are just going to for christmas you're gonna go with your family have fun in a fun movie this is it i mean i want to see bumblebee too still i think that could be a fun one too yeah there's a lot of good movies coming out this christmas but i think that's a good one that you guys are going to guarantee you're not going to really lose out you know because it's just a fun, it's just a big fun movie let me ask you this though to kind of get a little bit on the okay connery right in the line between offensive and not offensive but this is america so i have i have freedom of speech okay why isn't he just but the bad guy why isn't he just manta why do they make him black manta is that well, on purpose he's, he's always been, it's just black manta like, oh, always, it wasn't because a, it's it wasn't a 2018 no thing. no no. it's because of the outfit oh, okay it's because he's I actually mean, in black suit yeah okay. and that's why i mean because he was you know his father they were pirates and i came from this like long line of like these mantas like that's their kissing uh insignia yeah and they just it's a suit just happened to be black and he's like a big black fan yeah. of like the color black not because he was a black man <laughs> okay I so. was, I, that part i was a little confused yeah though. no 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 i mean that's uh, pretty funny great but, film but the weakest part of the film which i knew going into it was amber heard now i don't have a personal vendetta against amber heard. if you listen to this i think you're probably a good i hope you're a good human yeah uh, <laughs> take care of other people and stuff like that i know you're just an actress trying to do what you got to do um but i just she seems like the kind of girl that that betrays you at the end and maybe she's not you okay. know but she seems like the girl who is hooking up with aquaman and then she does go back to orm and cheats on him because she's bored and wants a little bad guy it's in the eyes it is you know, huh. like you know, I, you know, it's funny you say that. Never back down. I've never way. even thought of that until you just said that. And I'm like, well, I don't yeah. trust her. I mean, Rum Punch didn't she tr- like trick Johnny Depp? Yeah, technically, exactly. And then, like, there's some other movies she ends up yeah. being the bad guy. So it's like it's like the girl you date. <laughs> yeah, she's not the girl you marry. Yeah, she's not the girl you make your so queen. She truly is a redhead. Yeah, <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I have no problem against redheads. I have long <laughs> history. I appreciate redheads. Yeah. <laughs> but what I would say is that Amber Heard, I, I did think was kind of the weaker part of this movie and I still confused like they casted her like first early yeah really next to uh, Aqua Bro and I don't get it you know that's the only that's the only thing I would say about this movie and there's some there's a particular scene where they come out of the ocean and I'm just like 
I was laughing. I just started laughing. Kyra actually, oh. actually got mad at me because oh, I started yeah, laughing yeah. at really bad scenes. And yeah, I was, was just like, you poor were cr- choice of music. We were both cracking We were the only ones laughing because it was like, this is this so bad. This is bad. Yeah. I, I was laughing just imagining the PAs, people behind the camera yeah. while they were filming this Baywatch wannabe scene. I know, dude. I was and like, I, dude, I get the it. The music was like, why? Yeah, like, what is the point, yeah. you know? So overall, yeah, all the land stuff was the stuff. Still some, there's obviously still some With flaws. the two of them. Yeah. With just the two of them, the land stuff I thought was the weakest part of the film. Yeah. But all the stuff in the water was so cool that it's like, you should watch this. And not enough William Dafoe. I would yeah. like to see more of him. Yeah, William Dafoe More of that training. Yeah. You know, because like we got a little glimpse of like him training very him. Very glimpse of the training. But very little. And I would like, I know it's like, we, we already kind of know Aquaman from what we saw in Justice League. Yeah. But like. Just throughout media too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just would have liked to have seen more of him. I think that relationship could have developed better. I would like to see maybe more in the next one. Yeah. I hope to see that. Well, we're going to wrap up here soon. What the folks, I appreciate you listening. This is uh, Miguel and I talking Aquaman. Two people who love film. Just give you a quick review. Let you know if it's worth your money. I think we both agree it is. It is worth your cash. Yeah, I would say like a seven out of ten. Yeah, try not to see fun. a try not to see a three D. Save your money. I don't think that's necessary. I would give it like a seven point two out of ten. I, I would personally, I would say they're all the same for me. Wonder Woman, extended cut, Batman vs Superman, and Aquaman all have cool things that you like. All have things that you're like, why did you do that? You know, yeah. and Man of Steel there as well is is, is good. Kevin Costner really helps with that, yeah. but they're still very we weak. Should, we needed more of him. We need more of him. But one thing I want to ask you, if you're watching it, um, so people understand that he's going to become Aquaman by the end of this movie. He's going to become the hero, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not a big spoiler. Did you feel, I kind of felt it was kind of rushed for once he actually gained his power, finally, mm-hmm. to when he went straight into battle. Yeah, that was a was little... very fast. I feel like they're trying to wrap up the end I of the movie. I, I would have liked like him... The turn of everyone saying, "Oh look, it's this! Oh yeah. look, it's that!" Kind of a montage. And I'm surprised even. they didn't stop fighting because, like, once they, that's you know, the trident it was super powerful. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the big deal, and they did. They just were like, "No, fuck it, we're gonna." I yeah, mean, sorry. Uh, like, I feel know, like, like there was a little bit of a quick fast forward to really finish the movie off there that I kind of noticed, and I was wondering if you happened to feel the same thing when you watched it. Well, now you say it, yeah, because I, I was kind of in the, I was in the middle because there's this, you know. Big epic third act, you yeah. know, and I was like, I was into, I was really into it by that point, and you know, I, now that you say it, I could, feel, I do feel that, I do feel like he jumps from one significant moment to another really quickly. Yeah. So again, this movie is flawed. It is, yeah. but I mean, it's flawed, but it's fun. Yeah. The review you gave from the guy you trust, I don't want you to say his name. I'm trying to give him press. Yeah. But what did you say? It's big, dumb, and fun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, that was a great. That was a great uh, review. So we said seven point two for me. You gave it a seven point ten. Yeah. I think it's worth your cash, your hard earned money here on the With Falk Show. Go ahead and check out Aquaman. We give it high reviews. Now we're going just to wrap it up here on your holiday weekend. Happy holidays, everybody. Be safe this weekend over the week. Have a great um, new year. Something you've watched recently that was awesome. Okay. Let's I just won't say Spider Man because that was awesome. Well, I was going to say you could say that if you want. No, no. I'll give something else. Um, you know what? I actually I just rented a simple favor. Okay. It was a the cool. We went to you went to two Redbox movies, so I'll you do that one. I'll do the other one. Okay, uh, Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, um, uh, Paul Feig directed the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I got the the boyfriend from it. But Paul Feig, normally we know him from like Freaks and Geeks, and you know um, what's his other? Uh, he did Ghostbusters, Bridesmaids, I mean, Bridesmaids, yeah. Bridesmaids better. Sorry, Ghostbusters not the best one, but he it was very fun. It was interesting. It was like a thriller comedy almost in a sense yeah. how they played off each other, and I really like. Blake Lively really reminded me a lot of her husband in that movie. She dropped a lot of like kind of Ryan Reynolds esque like quibs with Anna Kendrick. Kind of see that darker though. Well, yes, very dark. Yeah, because the movie is a darker tone, and it's a remake of a French film. Yeah, I got a very European feel as I watched. Even even knowing you told me that before you gave it to me, I kind of 
I did feel a very Euro- European point well, of view. Well, just certain things they did in that movie, a lot of, you know... Well, love risking. triangles and trysts and yeah. people, like, committing... Especially half-brothers and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that stuff so, is usually very European, yeah, kind exactly. of crossing the line of American But it's still, norms. it's good. It's, like, it's a fun movie, good Redbox. I'd rent it at Redbox. Yeah. Check it out. Okay, you rent it at Redbox. I wouldn't probably pay to go see it in theaters, you'd say. Yeah. Okay, he also rented a house with a clock in its walls. So I have a very interesting point on this. I want to see if you noticed it at all. Um, it's very much like a Goosebumps movie, a good mm. Halloween movie. Yeah. So solid if you want like magic, right? Fine mm. on Redbox. See if you can get the dollar twenty-five off. Yeah. But there's a particular. It's Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, the kid I don't recognize. I don't Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. So I'm happy for him because definitely the Twin Peaks revival is yeah. how he. They're like, oh, Kyle McLaughlin's an actor. Let me go ahead and give him an audition. And that's how it works. They forget you exist. <laughs> I mean, he was in Shield. He's a oh, big he was in Shield. Shield. Okay. He a big I do not watch. But he hasn't Shield. been in. He hasn't been in for like three seasons. Yeah. So that was good for him. <clears throat> I appreciate him for that. But the one thing that I really liked in this movie, and I want to see if you agree, uh, you know there's a whole scene with the pumpkins? Mm-hmm. That's the coolest pumpkin scene I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit Eli Roth. Eli Roth was a director. Yeah. And we know Eli Roth. How many pumpkin, other than pumpkin head? Yeah. Like those, you know, well, very over-the-top That's 80s extremely and different 90s. than pumpkin, you know? A lot of the view- listeners might not even know this, they're older. Pumpkinhead was a horror movie back in the day, yeah. like literally the 80s, 70s, around the Avenue of Horror time. There's like six of them. Yeah. Pretty solid. Uh, if you look for the slasher gore, yeah, horror first one's kind probably of movie. the best. I would say, yeah, but. first one's the best. But there's like this whole fight with pumpkins, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I've never really seen like a pumpkin fight or like you think about it. The pumpkins are such a big part of Halloween, and this really kind of was a Halloween movie. I felt that was a little bit of Spielberg whispering in his ear. Spielberg produced it. Yeah. That was oh ambient. wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking he was whispering in his ear. Yeah. That scene was very Spielberg esque. It was good. Yeah. And like you're right. Like the pumpkins were. Not too terrifying, but still enough, but like, oh, good shit. enough to like definitely get the kids a little riled up because it was more of a kid film. But yeah. it's like it's still an enjoyable film. I agree with you, and like I was pleasantly surprised. I actually liked it more than Goosebumps, to be honest with you. I gotta watch it again, but yeah, I'd say it was as good as Goosebumps. And it made up for Death Wish because I hated Death Wish. I know you liked it, but Eli Roth. Well, I didn't. I just I got it from the library. It was free, so I didn't have Did a you? lot of like you know. I just, I it was just nowhere compared to the original Death Death Wish. So well, yeah, okay. It was originally a book, and there's a lot of layers to the book about nonviolence. And then they, Eli Roth just went and made it into a violent movie, and it kind of like contradicted what the whole book was about. But yeah. that's a whole other debate. Okay. So. <laughs> well, here on the Fox Show, Miguel, thanks for coming on, dude. It was yeah, fun going to talk fun. about Aquaman. Thanks for driving us. That was I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, AMC, we check it out. Woodland Hills. Got a lot of movies coming up, so you'll be gone for a while. I hope we can try to do some podcasts when we get back. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a Creed Two podcast we did. And uh, I, I will release that. This will probably be first because Aquaman's out, but I'll release that soon. You can kind of hear about our thoughts on uh, Creed 2. Our friend Brooks from the No Bullshit, po- the no Bullshit YouTube channel is also on that. But happy holidays. Be safe. We'll be back with some more talk and uh, going to try to take a visual eventually. I'm starting to realize that I just like talking about this stuff and whether you respond to it or not, I mean, I can do it for free because YouTube and stuff. We're just hoping that we can help you guys out and like, Give you some good insight on movies, man. Yeah. I mean, because we love movies. We like we became friends because of movies, yeah. and we've grown up nothing but watching movies. And, and back and forth in terms of if you have good reviews or good things that we haven't seen, which is mm-hmm. tough because we watch everything. It's true. Love to see things I haven't seen. Yeah. Please let me know. Like yeah. for example, the thing I'm waiting for. I know Christmas is coming, but secretly in my mind, what the fuck mind? I'm waiting for Yellowstone from the library. I got, I'm like twelve on the queue, dude. Nice. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, I can't. Kevin wait to Costner, you know, looks. What's well, the guy awesome. that did Hell in the High Water? And yeah. uh, the Chris Pine movie, the new one on Netflix. So I'm stoked to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. And oh, Wind River, which was great. Wind River, which was awesome. So yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that one too, actually. Yeah. So Okay, well overall, uh, thanks for fucking listening, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Happy holidays, and uh, be safe. Don't be dumb.